guys, I want to thank you for your avid support of this podcast. I want to remind you, you can send me a message uh, through email at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. You can also send me a direct message through Instagram. That's at jscottoutdoors. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, We're right in the middle of Gould's Turkey uh, hunting down in Mexico here when you listen to this podcast. So uh, I'll be catching up with you guys when I get back. I also want to thank the sponsors of this podcast. I want to thank GoHunt.com, the optics department, Cody Nelson, my friend of 20 plus years as the optics manager. If you guys have any optical needs at all, if you're looking to buy binoculars, spotting scopes, rifle scopes, range finders, tripods, anything to do with glassing, give Cody a call. 702-847-8747. That's extension 2. You can also text him or call him on his cell phone. That's 602-399-3699. appreciate GoHunt's support. Cody's the glassing guru. Uh, I know you guys have uh, really enjoyed him on this podcast episode. I also want to thank Go Hunt the Insider. Remind you guys it's application season, and if you're looking at applying in some different western states, the best western hunting resource out there is GoHunt.com Insider. Go to GoHunt.com forward slash J Scott. Use the J Scott promo code. You're going to uh, get a $50 Go Hunt Gear Shop gift card just for sh- signing up there. Follow the prompts, sign up. You're going to get a $50 Gear Shop gift card. So uh, also, Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. Kuyu is the gear that I wear on all of my hunts. Uh, you can go to KUIU.com to order directly. They're a direct-to-consumer brand. I also want to thank Phonescope.com. Use the JScott20 promo code. It'll save you a 10% discount. Also, the OnX Maps. That is the best uh, Western hunting mapping application that I use right on my phone. You can go to OnXMaps.com. Use the JScott20 promo code. That's going to save you 20% discount. And last but not least, Apex Ammunition. Go to apexmunition.com. You guys hopefully are going to get to see a bunch of videos and uh, photos from these Gould's Turkey Hunts where we're using the TSS, the Apex Ammunition shotgun, uh, shotgun shells, uh, and ammunition to shoot these turkeys. I'm going to show you what kind of devastation we're using nine shot uh, so it's got a much denser pattern and it's tungsten uh, so I can't wait to share those uh, results with you guys let's get right to this episode welcome to the J Scott Outdoors podcast today we're going to be talking Arizona bighorn sheep both desert and rocky I've got the statistician master on the phone Brian Rimza you guys can't imagine he's like a walking encyclopedia of stats and I can't imagine how far ahead of the game he'd be if he actually went to ASU. Um, but it's amazing. He went to U of A, and he can retain all of this stuff in his brain. It's uh, glad to have you on the podcast, Brian. We're looking at a deadline here of June the 9th, coming up here in about a month. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Jay. How are you? I'm doing great. I look forward to breaking down... The, the sheep stats here in Arizona, we've got a lot of information to go over. Uh, you have been gracious with me and, and given me a lot of your Excel spreadsheets. We've kind of worked on them over the years together, but you've kind of taken it to a whole new level. Um, we're going to go over the regs extensively. I uh, get a lot of feedback from people uh, like hearing us kind of break the units down and talk about, you know, the, the RAM scores, 
and all the different harvest statistics and everything, so it's going to be fun. Um, we've got, what, six more tags uh, this year. Why don't you kind of break down and go over the general um, overview of this coming season? Yeah, there's a, a lot of things uh, to be excited about as far as sheep are concerned in Arizona. I think this is the fifth year we've seen an increase in tags. Uh, 2019, we had 116 tags, 100 desert tags, and 16 Rockies. In uh, 2020 season, we're going to have 122 tags, where we're going to see uh, 106 desert tags, and we're going to stay at 16 Rocky tags. So that's six more desert sheep tags uh, in the state, um, which is exciting. You know, those six tags are going to come, and some other units we'll talk about as we're going through. But uh, the cool thing about the tag increase is, one, it gives an additional tag in the max draw. So there'll be 24 tags eligible in the max draw this year for those individuals who have max points. This year, uh, going into the draw, we're going to have 31 people. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 26, 27 people that have 31 bonus points. And there's 26 residents and one non-resident. So... All of those guys have a great shot of getting drawn this year for sheep. Uh, they've been waiting a long time, obviously, to uh, get to that point. So that's that's exciting. The other thing that's exciting about the tag increase uh, for non-residents is they will have the opportunity to potentially draw an additional tag this year. With uh, the tag increase, we'll, they'll have a chance at 12 tags as opposed to last year where they had the opportunity to potentially draw up to 11 tags in the state. So... That stuff is exciting. It's always cool when uh, the sheep population is uh, doing well and we can increase permits, especially with issues we've had in the past with pneumonia outbreaks up in 15D. And we'll talk about those sheep more, but they seem to be coming back strong. Um, I'm going to yeah. touch just a little. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and I think another thing to add for sheep hunters looking at, you know, applying here in 2020, um, we've had really good moisture um, you know, over the over the past year, uh, we had a not a good monsoon last year, but ever since then, we've had pretty darn good moisture and good winter moisture this year. I think overall, the sheep are going to be doing really well. I think, you know, a lot of these rams are probably going to be putting on some inches and, you know, between those um, age rings and, you know, putting on, put, putting on some inches. So putting on some mass and, and adding more length. So, um, you know, I think, it's, it's going to be a great year to have a tag in 2020. Would you agree with the feed conditions? I think it can be great. Um, you know, just to touch on as far as the quality of rams that were harvested last year against uh, 2018 year, you know, last year the biggest ram, desert ram in the state was 189.6, and the largest rocky in the state was a giant 195-inch archery ram uh, that was killed by uh, Randy Weems. It's just a stud. Um, as far as over 180 ramps, we had two last year that were deserts, and we had five in 2018 that were deserts. There's a lot of rams that were right there at the mark. They just didn't pass 180, and I'm just basing everything off of the Game of Fish check-in scores. So sometimes those things can be a little skewed. We had three Rockies over 180 in 18 and in 19, so that's pretty exciting. When you look at Boone and Crockett rams for deserts, so anything that came in over 168, Last year, we had 35 of 100 rams that were over 168, so that's 35%. And in 2018, it was 33 of 94 rams, which is also 35%. So we're pretty much holding steady as far as quality is concerned. That's pretty solid to shoot 
35% of our Rams be Boone and Crockett Desert Sheep. That's uh, definitely impressive. And then as far as Rockies are concerned, last year we don't usually kill a lot of over 180 Rams, so I do it over 170. We had 11 of 16 Rams break 170 last year for Rockies, and in uh, 2018 it was 8 of 15. So 68% in 19 were over 170, and 53% were over 170 in uh, 18. So that was an increase. So all that stuff is uh, – exciting man it should make people excited for arizona excited to put in and just hope they can find a way to weasel a tag one way or another yeah and i think another thing to add too is every year after we do this because we've done this several years in a row i'll get a few messages saying hey you you shortchanged my ram and we we basically are just going off of the game and fish that's that's all you know there's that's all we really have to go off of um and we know that sometimes the scoring methods are vary because you have different people scoring but we have to use something so anybody out there listening that you know harvested a ram last year or any ram that we talk about if we go back in certain units and talk about uh you know averages we're not picking out one individual ram or one individual hunter and you know trying to you know, boost or, or slide in any way. We're basically just going off of the information we have. So I think that's something to note. Um, there is absolutely nothing personal on any of this data. Um, even if we say, hey, like the trend in 16A or, you know, I'm just throwing out a, a unit or 39 West is trending up or trending down. Or even if we say, you know, the hunters didn't seem to do as good last year, please don't take it personally. We're just trying to look at stats, data, um, and uh, give you guys the best information that we can uh, for sure. But, yeah, I think going into 2020, um, everything's looking good. We've got good moisture. Um, and, you know, having those extra tags, always having a little bit more opportunity is, is a great thing for sure. Yeah, just to add to what you're saying, we're, we're both very well aware that depending on where you go and who you get as far as measuring the RAMs and stuff, that they – definitely can be off and I mean I, I just got to go off the data that I have if I had all the accurate you know measures that came in from Boone and Crockett stuff I'd totally use that but I don't have that so it's not a personal thing at all but uh, yeah it's man it's shaping up to be exciting uh, you know and I, we'll have to touch on the same things that we always do is beating people about not putting in for one tag units if you're a non-resident and you know if you're if you don't have max there's about six units seven units you should never put in for and we'll talk about how many people are continually putting in for those units and just wasting opportunities but uh we'll dive into that here shortly yeah uh, we probably should just go ahead and start diving into the units specifically and going through each one so that people can then kind of make a decision on maybe what they want to apply for yeah i agree i think the one thing that I'm going to beat into people's head. I'm going to say it again before we start this. I'm going to say it four or five times through this podcast. If you're a non-resident, do not apply for a one-tag unit in Arizona. Please don't do that. It's not, yeah, it's not I, going to benefit you at all. I added up the numbers, um, Brian, and it was kind of staggering. I added up the numbers. Now, guys, this is non-residents, like Brian was saying, that apply for one-tag units. In the state of Arizona, if it's a one-tag unit, you cannot draw it as a non-resident and believe it or not guys there was 823 non-resident applications that applied for one tag so there's 823 people that didn't have a single chance they threw their whole 
um, draw away. And if you look, you know, the numbers are 49, 50, 118, 68, 66, 39, 61, 46, 49, 39, 31, 13, 50, 32, 26, 70, 16. Those are the numbers per units where non-residents basically just threw completely threw their choice away and weren't even in the running. So again, if you're a non-resident, um, Brian, why don't you explain how the draw works and that you have to have, as a non-resident, you have to have two or more tags. Yeah, there has to, I mean, it's just like you said, yeah, I mean, if in order for non-residents, they have the ability to draw up to 10% of the tags and half of those tags could go in the max, which would be uh, this year 10% of the tags is 12 tags. So potentially you could see six tags go to non-residents in the max, but that's not going to happen. Uh, you only have one non-resident with max. So if he draws his tag or she draws her tag, there will be 11 tags available in the random for you guys. And, you know, you have to put in for units that have more than one tag. So please do that. If you have, if it's a two-tag unit, the non-residents have the ability to draw one. If it's three-tag unit, you have the ability to draw one tag. If it's a four-tag unit, you could draw two, um, and so on. So, you know, put in for those tags that give you the best opportunity to draw. One other thing I want to touch on, Jay, while we're on this before we get started is that shocking to me, last year there were 9,227 people who applied for only a bonus point. Like, what are you doing? There, you... You may never draw a tag in Arizona, even if you're a resident, and you're buying a bonus point. I mean, with point guard, at worst case scenario, spend the extra couple bucks to point guard it and put in the draw, but you should never be buying a point. There are 3,222 non-residents who, who bought a bonus point for sheep in Arizona. They are likely to never draw a tag, and you're buying a point. You're just wasting an opportunity. It's right, the and to simplify that, Brian, to simplify that, like just think about it. If you know, if you start applying when you're 20 years old, and let's say you have 50 good years, and you know, let's just say till you're 70 that you have to hunt, so you have 50 years that you can that you can have a chance to draw a tag. And if any one of those years you just do a bonus point, and you said there was what eight or nine thousand, yeah, there's over nine thousand. That means you're not even in the running. You're you know you're throwing one of those 50 years completely out, and then to have the nerve to say, oh, I can't believe I haven't drawn a tag in Arizona. I mean, the reality is you have to use, and I think that's one thing that we've said before, is you have to use this data to give yourself the best opportunity to, to draw a tag. You need The reason why podcasts are important like this uh, and data that, you know, that we're looking at is to give yourself the best opportunity to draw uh, you know, and and you may never draw. And that's the other thing you have to face the facts on. You, you know, you could play the odds for, you know, the next 25, 30, 40 years and maybe still not draw. So, um, you know, people, I get messages all the time, all year long, and people say, well, I'll probably start applying for sheep in a few years. And I, I just, I respond and say, no, for sheep, you have to apply now uh you know, it's not like something you can just start, no, yeah, I'll draw it in like 10 or 12 years. No, I mean, there's people that have gone, you know, what's the max 31 points, you said, Brian, that, ha they, you know, they've put in for 31 years and not drawn tags. Right. And it's just, it's staggering. The other thing that is staggering is we always talk about don't put in 
for the basically the seven best units in the state that are always the six best units in the state that I can almost guarantee you will go in the max every year um, are 22, 24B Wilderness, 24B North, 24B South, 28 South, and 44B North. And in those seven or six units, there were 6,278 applicants that put in. Those tags went to the only people that have max, and they have been routinely every single year. So that's your, those 6,278 people are completely wasting the opportunity to get drawn for sheep. I mean, it's just not, I don't understand why people want to swing for the fences. I mean, I get it, but like you're talking about a once in a lifetime chance to draw a sheep tag, and it's not, you may go your lifetime without doing it. It may happen. Um, so I just try and encourage people to stay away from those units because those units are going to be drawn by the guys with max because right. that's just the tradition. Brian, let's just dive in, uh, start with the top, and, and we'll go down through these units. Um, guys, I am actually down in Douglas, Arizona, in between Gould's turkey hunts here, and I'm at the hotel, and I actually the Internet is out, so Brian's got, I'm going to have to lean on Brian quite a bit um, on a lot of this, but we'll start out with um, hunt code uh, 6001, uh, unit 9 and 10, uh, and it looks like, um, last year, there were 195 applicants for the first hunt and 201 applicants uh, for the second hunt. I believe they've combined those hunts back to one hunt, have they not, Brian? Yeah, it's one hunt, and but it's only one tag. So there's right, not so they two tags. The tag. Yeah, and that's, that's a tough hunt. There's not a ton of sheep in there. Um, but, I mean, it's an earlier season date hunt, and it gives you three months basically to hunt because it's October 1st to December 31st, but it's a one tag, back to a one tag unit this year. Yeah, and if you look at, um, I'm looking at the Excel spreadsheet that you did, Brian, and from 2012, you know, you've got 140s Rams, 160s, mid 150s, um, you know, so it, there's, there's, the quality is not great. Um, in 9 and 10, although I think it is a unit that there could be a sleeper, you know, at the Grand Canyon National Park right there and the Supai Reservation. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity uh, for a mid-160s or even a, a low-170s potential ram there. Uh, but it's interesting that, you know, if you look back, you know, mostly kind of low to mid-150s is what gets harvested on that hunt. Yeah, it's I mean, it's pretty standard. Um, I just think that it's a unit that's very desolate and doesn't have a lot of sheep, so it's a very tough unit to pass up a solid 150 good-looking sheep, uh, especially if you've been grinding and grinding and grinding trying to find rams. So, But there is the potential to kill something better. Yeah, and Brian, we have kind of worked up what we would call, it's not, it's not a true draw odds, but Let's kind of talk about this before we, you know, go into more units here. Uh, we're talking about 9 and 10, the Cataract Canyon. Uh, what we've done is basically taken the number of applicants, and we've tried not a, created odds because it's not true odds because you've got, you know, first, second choice, you've got non-residents, um, but we've kind of tried to create a scale, if you will, so that at the end of this, we could say, you know, here's like your top five or six units of best, you know, best 
odds or best chances to draw. And um, at the end of this, I think we'll go over and give some of those those choices. But in in talking about that, here we are looking at the number of tags, and it, although it's gone back to one tag, talking and to beat the dead horse. There were 49 non-residents that applied for the first hunt and 50 non-residents that applied for the second hunt. So there, right there, there's 99 people that basically threw their application away as a non-resident. And, you know, we don't have to keep going over that, but some of the numbers, uh, you know, are, are staggering to see how many non-residents just completely threw their choice away. You know, some, like in 16B, there's only 39 non-residents that threw their choice away. Uh, but then there's others like uh, 13A North, where you know 68 people threw their choice just in the in the garbage. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's what we talk about routinely is you know trying to get people not to do stuff like that. And I mean, but it gives you an idea, you know, for nine and for the first time nine and ten, and obviously there's only going to be one this year. But from last year's odds, the odds were one in 149, and I subtracted out the 49 non-resident applicants, because there was actually a total of 195 applicants. But when you subtract out those 49 non-residents who didn't have a chance, the odds were 1 in 149. Okay. Next one is, um, uh, 60, let's see, 12A, 12B West, and 13A. Correct. Uh, last year, it looks like there was 118 non-resident applicants that threw their... Um, choice in the garbage there was 273 total applicants uh looks like there was a change in applications there was an an extra 101 people from 2018 so an increase of 2000 or of, excuse me of 101 people that applied for that unit and then as far as quality uh it looks like the quality there last year there was a no harvest in this unit um and i want to make sure they are what hunt number is that this year, Brian, according to the regs? Uh, so the regs this year, that's going to be 6,002 on, on our okay. sheet. It's 6,003 from last year. But just to understand, make sure you pay attention to Hunko. But that was the only hunt ba uh, based on the data that I have from Game and Fish that the hunter didn't even hunt. So there's no, there's, as far as the hunt days are listed, it lists zero hunt days. So I don't believe he even hunted at all. So I don't know what the circumstances are that involve that, but uh, it's not obviously indicative of whether you can kill a ram in there or not. I mean, pr traditionally you kill, you know, mid-50s rams in there is, is what is the norm. But based on the, the hunter not hunting, we really don't have much that we can provide uh, as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I don't know much either. So the, let's bump to the next hunt, which is 12B East. Uh, and last year there was two hunts, the first and second hunt. Uh, there were uh, an increase last year on the first hunt of 46 applicants and 26 applicants uh, on the second hunt. Uh, so you had a total applicants of 726 on the first hunt and 768 uh, on the second hunt. Uh, and let's not even talk hunt code. Let's just talk units, and then the guys can find their own hunt codes. How about that, Brian? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And this year, the tags remain the same, uh, or did they increase in 12B? The East. first hunt, so the one we're talking about is 12B East, the first hunt. They stay the same at three permits. Um, 
you saw a minor increase in people applying um, with 46. The, just the, the rod, that, I don't know if you said it, Jay, or 1 and 242. So that's, that's kind of where we're at there. If you go to this, actually, I guess, let's talk about the rams that were killed in, on the first time. It was, there was a 155, 164, and a 166. Uh, this is a pretty remote unit. Um, a lot of these guys tend to hire some help, not all of them. And that tends to be um, make a big difference because some of it can be pretty hard to access. I know Rusty Kobe, our friend, goes up there and helps guys out quite a bit. And sometimes they got to bust out the rappelling gear to retrieve rams and things like that. So it's kind of a quite the adventure. It's real pretty scenery, though. You know, it's something to add there. Um, you know, historically, if you go back, I mean, a lot of low to kind of low to mid '60s rams uh, going all the way back. You know. 2014, 13, you know, you're kind of 130, 140 rams. Uh, interesting, in 2018, there was a 172 and a 169 uh, ram shot in 2018, whereas uh, on the second hunt this year in 12B East, uh, 156, a 142, and a 163. So it looks like, you know, last year on that first hunt, there was a 166 and a half uh, ram killed. It looks like, you know, the quality, you know, from the year before in 2018 when they killed a 163 on the first hunt and a 172 and a 169 on the second hunt, maybe the cream was taken off the top there. But from what I'm hearing, the sheep numbers there on the Pariah, um, you know, Pariah Canyon, Pariah Plateau, uh, you know, there could be a, a, a good ram come out of there. And it could just be the fact that, you know, that ram or two that's, there that might be a you know pushing 170 might have just slipped through the cracks there for sure well and you're going to see a one tag increase so it's going from three to four tags for that second hunt so that's going to draw some attention as far as people putting in i mean our odds are one in 256 and the, it only went up by 26 applicants uh from 18 to 19 but it's going to go up considerably i'm guessing because by going to four permits, it's going to give your non-residents an extra opportunity at a tag there, so they could potentially draw um, two tags as opposed to, to one in there. So anytime that happens, the trend is pretty strong that people, uh, that non-residents will kind of jump on that and increase um, their applications there. So just wa watch for that. I would imagine that that'll start to push over a thousand applicants next year. So I would imagine those draws are going to get a little tougher, but. Uh, I know that 172 ram and a 169 ram from 18. I know for sure the 172 ram was a guided hunter or at least had help from Russ and those guys. And so, I mean, that was a big, that, pro that could pertain to why they did so well because those guys know it pretty well. Next unit is 13A North, uh, one tag. Again, 68 non-residents threw their choice away. Um, if you just use our simple odds of just trying to cl uh, clarify or classify and, and kind of get a, a, a moving, or I, I guess what am I trying to say, to try and get us... Just get an um, idea of what the odds get are. Get an idea of what the odds are. It's a 1 in 110. You've got an increase of applications last year from 18 to 19 of 18 tags. And what kind of quality are we looking at there in 13A? Pretty steady mid-60s rams. Uh, you know, 164 last year, 163 and 18, 164 and 17. So, I mean, that's pretty indicative of what you're going to find there is a mid-60s type ram. Um, 
to note, just based on our rough odds, and we try to explain them just to give you guys an idea, this would be based on last year's numbers in the application, it would be the, the fourth easiest tag in the state to apply for. Um, but again, it's a one tag unit, only eligible for non, or I'm sorry, for residents. I'm sorry, it's only eligible for residents. So just remember, non-residents don't put in for these one tag units because you can't draw them. Next unit is 13B North. You're talking about the Virgin River Gorge. Uh, it's a three tag unit. Uh, last year there was 701 people that applied first choice, 334 second choice. There were 755 uh, non-resident applicants. This is usually a, a pretty heavily applied for unit by non-residents. There was total applications of 1,035. Uh, in just using our simple draw odds, it's a 1 in 345. Interesting to note, Brian, it was a decrease of applications of 168. I think one of the things you can go over the quality of RAMs, uh, one of the things I think the decrease is, I think they are seeing a little bit of a decline in the quality of RAMs in 13B North compared to, say, four or five years ago. And you can look on the chart to, that, that we have to tell you that. Uh, but I think that's one of the reasons probably why you see a decrease in 168 tags, uh, applicants, excuse me. Yeah, and that, and you know, that's the, the biggest, one of the bigger decreases we see this year in overall applications. And I mean, that hunt's becoming tough. The quality of the Rams is not nearly as good over the last uh, couple of years. I mean, the best Ram, they killed a pretty good Ram in 18, but last year everybody was right there at that mid-50s, upper 50s. And interesting to note is that there was a, a dramatic decrease in non-resident applicants because there's a big, strong group of hunting individuals that live in St. George that are non-residents that apply for a lot of those tags. And I mean, it went from 893 non-resident applications in 18 down to 755. So I mean, you're talking 100, almost 140 applicant drop in non-residents. So I mean, I think it's directly related to the overall quality of what's there. Yeah, I mean, I think it shows the locals that live pretty close uh, know that the quality's kind of gone down a little bit. But I think one of the things to point out is you know, all it takes is one or two rams to kind of slip through the cracks, and all of a sudden, you know, you get a ram like uh, Ryan Hatch or like um, my friend Tony Lyle uh, harvested a couple years ago, you know, that, are, that were in the low 170s. So, I mean, that's one thing to always consider is, you know, we can only go off of the data that we're seeing, but that doesn't mean if a ram or two slips through the cracks that all of a sudden you, you get a jump back up in quality. Um, so always keep that in mind. Uh, next unit here is 13B South. Uh, last year there was one tag, uh, 57 first choice applicants, 74 second, uh, 66 uh, non-residents that threw their application away uh, for 131 total applicants. And on our simple draw odds, it was a 1 in 65, um, 1 in 165. And that's a nice. decrease of 13 uh, change in applicants from 2018. And then the quality uh, there in 13. Uh, hey, Jay, just to here. clarify, that's a, that's a 1 in 65 draw, not 1 in 165. I must have fat fingered that one. So that, that's going to be your best draw in the entire state, I believe, is, is one, in, yeah, 1 in 65, which is that hunt right there. Okay, and the, um, the quality last year, they actually shot a 164 RAM. 
But if I go back and look here in 13B South in 2018, a 156, a 145, and 17, a 148, and 16, uh, and then it looks like a couple of no-kill scores not listed. Um, so, I mean, it's, I don't think it's known for great quality uh, at all. Uh, but that, you never know. I mean, those are Nelson I units, and you never know when something can slip through the cracks there. Yeah, I believe that that hunter was guided or assisted by Clay Bundy and those guys, and so obviously they live there. They know it better than anybody. Um, it's definitely a tough hunt. I think, based on the data I have going back all the way to 2012, that's the biggest ram that I have recorded from 2012 to ever come out of the unit since 2012. So, I mean, it may be the biggest ram to ever come out of there. I don't know. Next unit is 15A, 15B. Um, this was one of the units, uh, you know, when we start talking about the 15s, this is a unit that has, you know, pretty much been decimated. I don't have exact numbers for the people listening, but with the pneumonia outbreak, uh, there's one tag, 99 first-choice applicants, 63 second-choice applicants, uh, again, 39 non-residents threw their choice away. Uh, total applicants of 162. If you take out the the uh, 39 non-residents, that puts you at a 1 and 123. That's an increase of 86 applications for that unit there in 15 uh, A and B. What kind of quality, Brian, over the last few years? I mean, it's you know, it's pretty. They're pretty dismal as far as the overall size of the Rams. I mean. It, 18, it was a 129, 142 and 17. Uh, it was a 152 and 16, but it was 15B only. And then back in uh, 15, you had basically rams that were averaged right around 142, 143. So, I mean, it's a 140-type hunt. You know, that's what you got to be expecting is a 140-inch type ram. Obviously, the pneumonia has affected some of that. So just be aware of that. I mean, if you're just looking to try and draw a tag, that might be an option. You know, people will probably steer away from it because no one hunt, harvested last year. But the hunter did hunt last year. He hunted 15 days, uh, according to Game of Fish, and did not kill a ram. So it's uh, the 1 in 123 draw puts it at number 7 as far as overall ease of draw, just based on our crude numbers for draws. Um, so something to look at. Uh, I don't know if you live up there, maybe you'd be interested in that unit or something. It's not something that would intrigue me, but, you know, someone's got to draw the tag and people have been successful. Yeah, and I will, uh, for the listeners out there, Brian has actually killed his desert and his Rocky, um, so he is out of the pool. Um, so he's actually a perfect person to kind of grind over these numbers and kind of have an unbiased opinion because he is actually out of the pool himself. So... We've got 15B West here, uh, 15B West, one tag, uh, 78 first-choice applicants, 92 second-choice, 61 non-residents. Again, guys, 61 non-residents just gone, threw their application away. Uh, total applicants, 170, using our crude numbers, it's a, a 1 in 109, uh, and that is an increase in 50 uh, applications there, and then if I go over here to uh, the quality. Um, yeah, we're looking at 134 last year was what was the ram that was killed out of there, and then a 153 and 18, a 110 and 17, 
and a 163 and 16. So I mean, you're again looking at very similar to 15A, 15B type numbers. Um, you know, 145 to 155 would be a ram that would be really hard not to shoot. Uh, Actually, Brian, than... I think I think we've got an error there. Um, so on our on our chart, we went from 15A and 15B to 15B West, uh, and we don't have that on our. Um, that must be a, that must have been a new hunt last year, possibly. I don't have it here on our chart. Yeah, I see the mistake. I see what you're looking at. Um, Regardless, yeah, so, it's not a it's not a unit known of quality um, at no. all. Yeah, again, and, we're talking about 15C North is what we're talking about. Well, hold on, Jay. We were talking about 15B West. No, you said 15C North from the very beginning. Okay. Um, 15C South, I've spent some time in that unit. 15C South is uh, one tag unit, 84 first choice applicants, 90 second choice applicants, 49 non-residents. If you use our simple odds, uh, that is a 1 in 125. That's an increase in 23. Uh, 15C North. Uh, like Brian was saying here, uh, 15C North is a, last year was a 134, a 153 and 18, a 110 and 17, a 163 and 16, uh, 154, 150, you know, back in 15 before, when they, before the pneumonia, they killed three rams out of there. Uh, pretty much these 15, uh, units have been decimated. Uh, 15C North and 15C South have both. I notice if if I'm just talking about 15C South, I'm jumping down, uh, but there was a no harvest there in 15C South. Um, Correct. Okay, let's jump to. Uh, do you want to go 15B. back and just? Do you want to go back and hit 15B West and just start over from there? Yeah, but we don't have it as a harvest. Yeah, because we it was a new it. hunt last year. I just don't have the data from the year from the year prior. Okay. But everything else is accurate. It was a hunt code last year. Everything was good. It's just if you're looking at the one that has just the sheep scores on it from 17, 18, 16, all that stuff, it's not on there because it was a new hunt. Okay. So this so will be the we, second, second year of 15B West, right? Correct. Yes. And was there a harvest last year? Yes, it was 100. It's, and you have that on the sheep harvest data, um, but it was 164.4. Okay, so there, I mean, right there is, I'm glad we corrected that information because, I mean, that's an, a unit that sat for a little bit after the pneumonia and then the hunter got in there and shot a mid-160s ramp, right? I mean, so that's a good thing to think about on some of these units these even the pneumonia units that got hit hard. If if a, a ram or two will will be left alone and allowed to you know grow up a little bit, you know you have a chance to shoot uh, a a good ram. And it looks like that's what happened in 15B West. I don't have much information. I haven't spent any time uh, in there. We're kind of starting to get down into the units here coming up of of where I've spent the most time. So I'll be able, be able to add a little bit input there. Uh, so we hit 15C North, 
small Rams, 100 kill to 134.5 last year. Um, again, good draw odds if that's what you're simply looking for, uh, but you're not going to kill, not likely to kill a great Ram. It's number three as far as overall draw odds in the state. It's one in 95 would be the draw odds. And again, 46 non-resident applicants for a tag they cannot draw. Um, so just to cover that, and then we're, I'll skip the 15C South that we talked about for a second, which is the next one in line. Um, that was one of three hunts last year where a hunter did not harvest, but he did hunt for nine days, did not kill a ram. Um, that's the first, that's happened there before, but in 18, they killed a 155, 17, they killed a 165, and in 16, they killed a 162. So it has potential. Um, I don't know the unit myself. I haven't been there, but it has potential to produce a mid 50 to mid 60s type ramp based on the harvest data that we've had before. And it, it fault comes in at a one and one twenty five draws, which is uh, number eight as far as overall ease of drawing. I think now we're getting into some of your your backyard. Yeah, there, I mean, 15D North I know, I'll let you talk about it. I know C South when Dar and I were doing those raffle tags for a handful of years in a row there, we looked quite a bit in, in C-South. Obviously, that was prior to the die-off. I mean, historically, they've killed some really good rams in C-South. Um, but, you know, I think the pneumonia really took a, a hammer in there on C-South and C-North. Uh, talking about 15-D North, so 15-D uh, for a long time was one unit. Um, they, they've done multiple hunts in, in, in there. They've also recently in the last handful of years split it into D North and D South. Um, talking about D North, which I've spent a ton of time in D North, like I said, doing these general hunts and also doing raffle hunts. Uh, four tags, 1,194 uh, first choice applicants, 786 second choice applicants, and it looks like uh, 1,093, so this is a unit where the non-residents pile in there pretty good, uh, and total applicants 1,980, and if you just use our simple uh, rough odds calculator, it's a 1 in 495. That's an increase in tag applications from 2018 uh, to 75, and something to note there, one of the max point holders uh, applied and drew a tag uh, in in that unit in 15D North. Brian talked about the quality. Uh, one thing to add, too, is uh, Craig Steele and Lee Murphy uh, guided the uh, raffle tag for this year in the high 70s, uh, like a 177, 178 Ram in 15D North. So, you know, that is the unit where we killed the big Ram with Claude, I think, in the 13-14 raffle hunt that was, you know, 185 and, you know, been a part of some other, some mid-70s type Rams. And, you know, historically, 15D North is, is one of the best Nelson I uh, units in the state for sure. And it's a unit that, you know, is, is I think, will come back and... Um, you know, I can remember being there in raffle, uh, scouting for raffle tags, being there when the Game of Fish was doing their surveys and, you know, flying 550, 580 sheep and 15D uh, north itself. Uh, so at one time, it was just absolutely loaded with sheep. 
And um, so it's always a good choice, even even after the die-off. 15D North is is a is a good choice. It's still holding its own. Talk about the quality the last couple of years. Man, it right. seems like it's uh, hanging in there. You know, for going through the pneumonia outbreak. I mean, every ram was over 160 this year. You had a 176 on the general hunt. You had the 178 killed on the raffle hunt. Um, a couple of 166 rams, and then a 161 ram. So I mean what I would consider a really good success story, you know, about management of the sheep and allowing them to be able to come back after such a, getting hit so hard. I mean, obviously, Game of Fish is doing something right. These sheep are starting to come back. We're able to keep the tag numbers up in the unit and still harvesting some great rams to come out of the unit. I mean, that's pretty pretty impressive. And the rams that were harvested uh, this year in there, the ages were 9, 9, and then 10 and 10, which, I mean, that's some old age class rams coming out of there. They obviously lived through the pneumonia outbreak and made it. Yeah, I mean, they, they they made it through or, you know, still have the pneumonia, but we're still kicking. So, I mean, that right there shows pretty awesome that, you know, guys were out there harvesting four, you know, class four rams, you know, two at nine and two at ten. That, that's hats off to the hunters last year. And, you know, the guides that worked that unit over, that that's uh, really classy of them to shoot those older age class rams. Um, if you look at uh, 15D South, you know, the south end of the black, uh, back to 15D North, with four tags, Brian, just to clarify for non-residents, when there's four tags, up to two non-residents can possibly draw. So that is why I think not only, you know, some good quality and older age class rams in D North, but the fact that there's four tags gives the ability for two non-resident tags, which is why we see a big, you know, pretty good chunky number of non-residents applying there and two non-residents did draw last year in in 15d north that's a that's a good thing note and and, and it's always been a, a unit that because of the number of sheep you know the non-residents have had their eye on that unit for a long time uh 15d south the south end of the blacks there uh 180 first choice applicants 487 second choice 310 uh let's see uh, non-residents applied uh for that and just using our rough uh draws it's a one in six uh 167 no excuse me it's a one and 333 there were 667 total applicants now that's a decrease of 93 uh, applicants there and if you look at 15d south which when we were doing those raffle hunts I would always be looking for rams um, in 15d south we actually shot one of the raffle rams there uh, last year it was a 161 and a 165 so you know nice quality uh, sheep there the year before in 18 it was a 151 and 164 and then 17 and 16 season, they had it all as 15D. It was combined with D North. Uh, but if, if you go back in 15 there, you've got a 165, a 159, a 179, a 164. Uh, you know, and then if you go all the way back to 13 there in D South, uh, there was a 179 harvest, I know. Uh, there's just historically there's some really good rams in that 15D south. I really like that range. There's quite a bit of wilderness uh, there, and there's a lot of places for a ram to to grow up and and get big. I will add that I think you know the the rams harvested last year at 161 and 165. 
15D South is always a unit that it would not surprise me to have a, you know, low 170s RAM or even bigger come out of there just because of the amount of wilderness and the, the ability for those RAMs to get in places where people don't want to go um, and, you know, get a little age on them for sure. Why don't you take over on 16A? And yeah, 16A, last year, uh, two permits. You had 145 first choice applicants, 186 second choice. 194 non-residents had applied, so your total applicants were 331, with you know the rough draw at one and 165. You saw a total increase in 20 applicants from the 2018 season. The 116A did did well, uh, 169.4 and a 163.3 RAM. You know both were aged at nine years old, so those are very very solid RAMs um, for the for the unit. And you know it's over the years it's maintained some what I would consider some pretty decent quality. It's, it's a, it can be a tough hunt. Um, but, again, I think we talked about this one last year, Jay, I remember, because last year the two hunters killed a 143 and a 128, which is definitely not indicative of what can be produced out of there. In 17, you had a 166 and a 150. 16, a 167, 154. And then in back in 15, there were low 50s rams. But there's always, almost always been a mid to upper 60s ram killed in the unit almost every year. So yeah, obviously not the, only that, yeah, I mean, 16A with the Mojaves there, when you're just talking about 16A, it used to be all one unit before they split, you know, 16A south off. You know, you're talking about, like, five or six, seven different mountain ranges there. The Mojaves are in 16A are primarily where everyone hunts. But, I mean, if you go back, we chased a we were looking really hard for a, for a raffle ram there in 2012 and ended up getting harvested at 179. And then even in 13, there was a 168, 169. In 14, there was a 171. Uh, we used to look at that unit really, really hard. And I think, you know, as far as it's not a sleeper, but it's definitely one that 16A is really, really big. And there's always a chance for a ram to, you know, slip through the cracks. If, if I was looking for, it's a, it's a tough unit to hunt, um, and it's big. Uh, but it would definitely be one that if I, you know, wanted a, wanted a challenge with the potential of, you know, maybe cracking 170, 16A is definitely on my list. Obviously, those are Nelson I sheep. Uh, so far, everything we've been talking about is Nelson I. Uh, but... You know, 16A, definitely something that uh, people should look at for yeah, sure. So next, um, we'll go into the 16, 16A South and 18B tag. This, you know, this is a unit, if you remember last year, Jason Carter killed that giant 183-inch Nelson Eye out of there. Um, so I would expect a giant tag increase, and we saw one that went up 227 applicants from 18 to uh, 19, but first choice, you had 359 applicants. Second choice was 366. You had a total of 497 non-resident applicants, which is almost an it's an increase of over 220 non-residents who put in for the hunt this, this last year. Um, total applicants was 725. Your rough odds are 1 in 362. Uh, last year, the hunters killed a 164 and a 166. If we look back, at um, the historic data, like I said, in 18, they killed a 183 and a 143. That Anytime someone kills a giant ram like that, especially someone that, you know, everyone knows about the ram due to social media and stuff, you're going to see an increase in tags, and uh, that's what we saw. 
but it, it, it tends to produce, you know, that I would say upper 60s to low 70s type RAM. And I mean, obviously, we've saw Jason kill the giant in there, and there's a lot of sheep in there from what I from what I know, and the numbers are doing pretty good. So I anticipate it'll be another good year this year um, in that unit. Yeah, and I think too. I mean, you know, Jason shot that big giant ram. I I think there's other good rams in there. I think Jason put it on the map. I think it was fairly well a sleeper until he killed that giant. Um, you know, just an unbelievable. I want to say his bases were like seventeen and a half or something ridiculous, seventeen two. Um, yeah, they were tons of mass throughout the horn. He wasn't super long. I want to say it was only like thirty four long, but just super massive. Um, that unit is is now on the map but i think it's a unit that will continue to produce good sheep i remember you know when we were pounding the raffle hunts pretty hard uh you know i remember i'm transplanting a bunch of sheep uh from uh the blacks over there and and, and you know actually putting sheep over there um and i think there's some sheep that came from other places as well um but, you know, the, the, there's two portions of that unit, the 16A South. 16A South has always had the ability of, of a good ram or two um, all the way down there on the Bill Williams River um, and very, very remote, inaccessible kind of country. You know, it's it's not an easy unit to hunt, but definitely, definitely a sleeper unit uh, that, you know, I think will continue uh, to produce uh, good sheep for sure. Uh, 16B, it looks like, uh, yes. that's our next yeah. one. One tag, 142 first choice applicants. Uh, let's see, 48, uh, second choice applicants. Uh, there were 39 non-residents that threw their choice away for 190 total applicants using our simple draws. It's a one in 151. That's an increase in 45 tags. You know, uh, 16B, uh, is is an interesting unit because it's right there on the river. It's broken up. Um, it's not like a place where you can go and glass big big amounts of country and big faces. It's kind of real choppy. Uh, but you know, if you look at eight in 2018, they killed a 175. Last year in in 19, they killed a 161. And then if you kind of go back through the you know through the years, a lot of you know kind of mid 150s Rams. But, I mean, historically, there have been a few big rams that have slipped through the cracks uh, there and, and come out of 16B. So seeing that ram in, in 2018 at 175 did not surprise me at all, and it wouldn't surprise me if another one comes out of there, but it's not an easy unit to hunt. It's pretty dang choppy. And when I mean choppy, it's like you kind of have to dodge and weave and move and bump around a lot. Um, and go a long time and not see sheep and then all of a sudden find a little pocket. It's not like some of these units where you can kind of circle the mountain and just glass up and just keep moving. It's, it's kind of lots of rollers and, and choppy out there. So uh, that takes us, I think that finishes up, Brian, uh, the Nelson I units. We talked about 18B and 16A South. Uh, next unit here is uh, unit, uh, let's see, 22. Uh, 22 obviously is, you know, one of the best units, if not the best unit in the state of Arizona. Uh, two tags, 1,092 first choice applicants, 347 second choice. Uh, there were uh, 404 
uh, non-resident applicants for a total of 1,439. That's actually a decrease of tags of 120. Now, um, I was in 24 tags. Uh, applicants, sorry. Uh, I was in the unit. Both tags went to non-residents. I was in the opposite unit across the river uh, in 24B North last year and um, saw both hunters in 22 South. Talked to one of the hunters uh, in 22 South. I know the other one went guided. Uh, the general consensus is the numbers of sheep are kind of down in 22 there's a lot of broken rams in 22. There's a lot of chipped up rams in 22. You know, probably one of the heyday years, you know, when Ernie Maske had his tag in 2012 when I was in there helping, and he shot that big 186-inch ram. You know, but we didn't see a lot of broken rams. We didn't see a lot of chipped up, you know, beat up rams. But uh, 22, and from the rams that I saw looking across, you know, there there's still some good rams, uh, but I think the you know the the big big you know there used to be handfuls of 180 inch rams uh, in 22, and I I think those years um, are are kind of behind us right now. I'm not saying it won't come back, but uh, they did shoot a couple of great sheep last year, a 179 and a 175. Uh, but it, like I said, if you go back historically through the years, you know, 171, 177, and 18, 178, 184, and 17, 170, and 181, and 16, um, you know, but you go back to, you know, 14, a 184, 13, a 181, and a 181. I mean, it used to be the best unit in the state. I still think it's a phenomenal hunt uh, for sure. Uh, but it's not what it was, and that's my opinion. Yeah, let me clarify something real quick. You said both tags went to non-residents. Both tags went to residents, so that everybody's I'm aware sorry. of that, not non-residents. I'm sorry. The, yeah. yeah, no worries. I just want, don't want people to get confused. A couple things I want to touch on, 1,439 applicants. Guys, this tag always goes to people with max points. So if you're not one of the 27 people that have 31 points, don't put in here. You've yeah. got 404 non-residents applying for this unit and there's one last year there was two non-residents max points don't do that stop putting in for this unit because you're not going to draw the tag it's a great hunt it's an easy hunt for a beautiful ram it's just not as good as it once was but you're still going to see your max guys applying and taking these tags and the one thing i think that's interesting jay is maybe we're starting to break some ground with some of these guys and they're starting to listen because last year the tags decreased or the applicants decreased by 120 people, which is, you know, pretty substantial. And maybe it's because they're actually listening that they can't draw the tag. There was a decrease of 90 non-residents applying for the unit. So there's, maybe they're starting to catch on to stop wasting their choices. Well, and I, I think that's a, a something to definitely note. And I, 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 it's hard when you've seen the unit as good as I've seen it and as good as some others have seen it where, you know, you can literally uh, scout for a season and see, you know, a handful of 180-inch rams or, or bigger. Um, and it's not to say that there's, you know, not one in there that's going to go that, but when a lot of the big mature rams, the older rams, are chipped up and beat up, they're just score-wise, they're not going to get there. Um, whereas, you know, back in 12... You know, 12 and 13, it was about as good as it gets, and the Rams were still up and coming. They hadn't, you know, 
fought as much and beat their horns up and the horns were still in really, really good shape. So um, that's just something to think about. But, I, you know, you do make a great point. I hear a lot of people say, well, I swung for the fence and put in for 22 as my first choice. And I just think, you just absolutely wasted your, your choice because you don't have max points. Guys, if you don't have max points, do not apply for 22 uh, they go to max point holders year after year after year. Uh, next hunt, uh, Brian, is a 24B uh, wilderness. Uh, two tags, 356 first choice applicants, 274 second choice applicants. Uh, there were 129 uh, non-resident applicants and uh, 630 applicants total using our simplified draws, one and 315, and that was an addition of 260 applicants. And both tags uh, there uh, went to uh, residents. Yeah, Max pool and, and went to residents. And the reason we see the increase in the applicants on this one is because it, it went from one tag to two tag. It's two tags. There was only one permit in 20. Uh, 2018 so that's why you saw the increase but again it's a unit that always goes in the max i mean you're never going to see people drawing it that don't have max points yeah and if you look at the quality last year a 166 and a 178 was harvested the year before that a 182 a 177 a 178 a 178 a 173 a 180 um you know there's quality in in the wilderness there and i think you know with some of the closures uh, the road closures and some of the access issues uh, in the wilderness uh, and getting to parts of the wilderness, I think the wilderness will only, you will see it get better. There will be a few really good rams harvested over the next handful of years. Um, definitely a great, great unit uh, for quality uh, sheep in, in the state of Arizona for sure. Absolutely. Next one, I think you know that one pretty well. Uh, next one is 24B North. I was fortunate to have the hunter in there last year. Uh, a, a, a resident with max points drew the one tag. There were 218 first choice applicants, 291 second. Uh, there were 31 non-residents, again, that completely threw their choice away. They didn't even have a chance to draw. There were 509 total applicants. Uh, using our just our simple odds, it's a, a one in four seventy-eight. That was an increase of applications of thirty-two. Uh, and like I said, the the um, Bill Drake, the guy that drew the tag, um, my hunter, he uh, had max points. Uh, he shot a phenomenal ram. Uh, it was game and fish scored one eighty-three and seven eighths gross, one eighty-three and six eighths net. So it just lost an eighth of an inch. Uh, and, you know, 24B North, the one thing that is phenomenal, and this is for residents only that are looking at this unit because it's only available to residents, is the fact that there's, it's a one-tag unit. Um, it's everything when, when you're on uh, Canyon Lake uh, and Apache Lake, it would be everything as you're driving upriver. So when you leave the marina, it'd be everything on your right. Um, and primarily on your, I guess, east side of the uh, river is 24B north. Um, but the, the game and fish keeping that unit at one tag is 
making it where there's always probably going to be a really good 180 class type ram. Uh, one of the best hunts in the state, probably if I had to choose, um, you know, my favorite unit to guide, it would probably be 24B North. One, for the fact of the incredible quality, but two, for the fact that there's just one tag, um, so there's no competition, and you can really pick over and, and you know, find the ram you want there. But, Brian, if you talk about uh, some of the rams that have been killed over, over the years there, I mean, some phenomenal rams have been shot there. Yeah, it's definitely one of the better units, and, you know, pretty fun hunt. So 182 and 18, 178 and 17, um, 15 and 174, and then a 170 and 14. So, I mean, it just definitely lends itself to... Um, and then Shane shot his big, giant 189-inch or close to, maybe it was 190 a couple of years ago on the auction tag. I mean, 24B North is... Is, is a dream for, for any resident Arizona hunter for sure. Absolutely. The next unit, uh, 24B South, uh, Brian, you and I both got to spend some time in there last year. Uh, there were uh, two tags. Uh, they both went to max point holders. They both went to residents. Uh, 314 first choice applicants, uh, 392 second-choice applicants, 203 non-residents, 706 total applications. Simple odds, it was a 1 in 353. That's an increase in 305 applications. Uh, 24B South is an interesting unit, like I said, with the fire uh, with the fire that they had, there was a lot of closures. I think 24B South, uh, those sheep are going to spread out. I think it's going to potentially create more places for those sheep to go uh, and move around a little bit. One thing we witnessed, Brian, is the sheep move a ton in that country um, and can be at one end of the unit to another and even go into 24B North, uh, you know, and, and bump back to, back and forth, uh, you know, and even head over to Canyon Lake there in 24B North. Um, phenomenal hunt, very rough country, pretty there's some places that are easy to get around, and then there's some places that are very, very difficult. Uh, and you can go over the quality. There was, I think, a 167 and a, and a high 170s RAM. But historically, 24B South is uh, the best, if not one of the best units uh, in the state of Arizona. Yeah, it's a, you know, we had a lot of fun in there last year and, you know, saw a lot of sheep, but, man, they were moving a lot of places and moving all over the place. It was hard to kind of pinpoint them. 18, they saw, this is another unit that saw an increase uh, in, from one to two tags because there was one tag in 18 and one tag in 17 in there. Um, so in 18, there was a 168 killed in there, and then in 17, you had a 178, and then in 16, it was a 185 back in 15, 181, 174. So, I mean, it's a unit that has the potential to kill big rams in it. And, you know, we saw a lot of different sheep to look at. And, um, you know, just it's by far one of the better units in the state. It's just outside of Phoenix. So it makes it pretty fun to kind of look at and scout. But, again, it's I, a I max think, point. Sorry to interrupt, but I think one of the things, you know, you saw back in, uh, you know, 14, 13, you know, you saw some 185, you know, you saw some giant, giant rams, 
but I think when the wilderness tags have now been increased, um, and you know they've added a tag in 24B South, it it would not surprise me over the next year or two to see a, another really big ram or two come out. But it would also not surprise me. I mean, we looked at a lot of rams um, and did not see any rams over 180 inches. Uh, and I think it's a unit that there's always a chance that a giant can come out of there, but with the tag increases in the wilderness. Um, now, keep in mind, the 24B South can hunt the wilderness and the non-wilderness, where the 24B wilderness hunters have to stay in that wilderness area, but by the increase in tags in the wilderness, I think it's taken a little bit of the cream off of the top and I think the numbers over the next three, four, five years will reflect the, the cream kind of coming off. With that being said, with the fire and with the road closures, I think there's some country there that, that wasn't accessible that if, if it ends up getting opened back up over the next couple of years, it wouldn't surprise me if one or two big rams, you know, 180 plus come out of there. Um, but I, it also wouldn't surprise me if, you know, for three or four or five years, it kind of, because of the tag increases, it kind of becomes a mid-70s type unit. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I think, you know, it's just, it's not going to be the glory days that it once was, but you have a lot of places that we can, that you can get away and find big rams. But it's just, you know, it was tough. Some of the access was tough last year for us to move around and get to the places that we want to be. So, I mean, you're kind of limited by some of that. But the feed's going to get better as time comes on. So, I mean, I, I think it will be good. It's always going to be a top pick, and it, and it should always be a top pick. I'll let you take 28. All right, 28 south. Uh, we kind of expected this to peak some interest last year because of the fact that the hunter in 18 killed an absolute giant in there. So both tags went to max point holders last year. But... The overall applicants decreased by 252, so maybe people realize that they weren't going to have a chance to draw it. 490 first choice applicants, 253 second choice, uh, 364 non-residents, and making the total applicants 743. The the rough draws are one in 371 for uh, 28 South. And last year they killed some good ones. They killed a 175.6 and a 169.5. Both are obviously great rams but you know we knew it was going to go to in the max pool this this year based on the fact they killed 189 inch ram in there last year and a 172 and then in 17 they killed a 170 and a 187 16 was a one tag in it was 166 15 171 so i mean this is a a unit that's averaged easily into the 170s probably 172 173 is the average for the sheep there. So I would suspect uh, some of your max guys are definitely going to be looking at this again. So if it was me, I would definitely not put in for uh, not put in for it unless I had the max points. Looking at uh, Aravipa, the 31-32 um, hunt, there's three tags, 812 first choice applicants, 634 second, 592 non-residents, 1,446 total applicants. Uh, looking at our simple draws, a 1 in 482. There's 512 increase uh, of applications 
And it looks like uh, two of those, confirm this with me, Brian, but two of those went to max point holders, and I think there was one non-resident drawn. There was not a non-resident that drew a 31-32 tag based on what I have. Okay. Um, but, but two of two them did in go the in the max. Pool, right? Okay. Yeah, and the reason that we had the increase of 512 is because it went from two permits in 2018 to three permits, and every time that happens, especially in a unit like 3132 that has good potential, you're going to see a dramatic increase in the number of applicants who apply. Yeah, and it, it, you, we had a 150, a 169, and a 168 last year. The year before that, there was a 180 and a 176, and I think that's also why. So they bumped it up a tag from 18 to 19, plus they killed two really good rams in 18 and a 180 and a 176. Um, and, you know, historically, Aravipa, you know, if you go way back, you know, that's where a lot of it, it's where it started, a, a lot of it, um, those big rams in Aravipa. Um, so, I mean, genetically, I mean, they're just, there's an opportunity there for sheep to get big, you know. But if you look at like four, 13, 14, even uh, 12, I mean, they're, they had a lion problem. They had, you know, they had some issues there and some, you know, kind of mid-150s rams were shot. But, you know, historically, it's a phenomenal unit. Uh, it's a really neat, uh, Aravipa Canyon, it's a neat, neat place. I've, I've spent a little bit of time in there. Uh, but definitely, it's, a, it's an opportunity for a non-resident because there are three tags uh, there. And, you know, what a classic place to hunt for a resident to draw in that 3132 uh, area. Yeah, it's definitely been a... Uh kind of a staple in the state for producing big rams for sure and last I'll let in 18 you, it seemed like it was good back there but it's kind of changed a little bit i'll let you talk about 37a there's um talk about a unit that's been kicking out a bunch of rams i've got to think with the, the tag increases the the um quality is going to start slipping though is what i would think well i mean we kind of talked about that last year um thinking that it was going to be kind of tough you know, and it's it's holding strong. And from the information that I'm getting, the quality of the sheep is pretty impressive. Uh, still in there, there's still I think you're still going to see, you know, a handful of 170 rams killed um, going into the next season. But let's talk, there's a few changes for this year. So last year, 37A had two hunts. It was basically the first hunt and the second hunt. Um, one was kind of the first part of December. The other one was the second part of December. And there were three tag hunts. So this year, in order to kind of spread out the hunters a little bit and not have people kind of stacked on top of each other as much, because that unit is one of those units where like the whole unit doesn't necessarily have sheep running through it. They've stratified it to three different hunts. Um, each hunt has two permits. And the way the hunts work is that they overlap for one week. So at most, you could have four hunters potentially with tags in the, uh, in the unit at the, at the same time for, you know, about seven days. But the experience has been that predominantly, you know, on sheep hunts, especially in a unit like 37A, the hunters are done in the first seven days. So it means that likely everyone's going to have time to hunt by themselves without having any additional pressure other than the guy who holds the same tag that they do um, with them. The interesting thing is is that 
for last year, three permits, you had 795 first choice applicants, 362 second choice, you had 423 non-resident applicants for the first time, giving you 1,157 total applicants with the draw odds of 1 and 385. And uh, we saw the applicants increase, you know, to 266 applicants, all three permits on that first hunt went to guys with max. And we talked about that last year. We kind of expected that to happen. And I will tell you, I'll expect that again this year on the 37A first hunt with two permits because you basically uh, will get to hunt. The, you know, the hunt starts on the 13th and goes till December 3rd. And your other hunter doesn't get in there until the 27th, which is four, gives you 14 days roughly to hunt by yourself. So yeah. I would suspect that your max guys are going to go after that first hunt, uh, 14 days hunting by themselves, just two people in the unit. My guess is they'll both be done by the time the second hunt starts, which is good also. Um, and both so, probably have 170-plus rams as well. Oh, yeah. I think they'll definitely kill 170-plus rams. It's interesting to look at the second hunt from 2019 last year. So we talked about it that we believe your max tags were going to go, or that first hunt was going to go on the max. You had six guys with max applied and three of them got drawn. Well, on the second hunt, you only had one person in the max with max points draw the tag, and you had four guys apply. But you had a 1,317 first-choice applicants, which is like a four, like almost 600 applicant increase from the first hunt, and then you had 1,181 non-residents that applied. If my numbers are right, it seems like a crazy number um, of non-residents that applied for that second hunt. And with that increase, you know, your total applicants were 2,246, which is a crazy number of people applying for the tag. And it took your draw odds, to, you know, just your rough odds to 1 in 748, which is effectively the worst draws for a desert sheep tag in Arizona. We saw an increase of 740 um, people applying for that. And, I mean, you know, it's, it's a substantial number, obviously, but I, I think guys just looked at the second hunt, figured they could get in there and get after it. Um, and, obviously, you know, you had a lot of people who were, who were just looking at it thinking it was going to be a great opportunity, and the non-residents really jumped on board on that one for sure. So it's also possible that, you know, if you get some of the, the application services that key in on some units, and I know one of them in particular I think is focused on that unit, 37A, that might be why you see some of the, the increase in permits. But uh, they still did good. So I'll talk about size from last year. First hunt was 173, 4, 170. 170, and then on the second hunt, you had a 163.7, a 176.1, and a 170. So, I mean, they're basically averaging like 168 for between the both hunts. But, I mean, you killed five of six rams that were Boone and Crockett sheep. I mean, those odds are pretty good uh, of killing a good ram. And then in 18, they killed, they only had four permits in there, and they killed, you know, four rams that were all over, you know, the smallest ram was 164, but you had a 176, 177, 177. And then in 17, it was a 183, 169, 170, 175. So a couple things that are interesting to look at as far as 37A is concerned with the, the three-hunt stratification this year. Obviously, the way Arizona draw works, 
and hopefully you guys all understand this, that only your first two choices matter. Because when they pull you out of the hat, they look at your first two choices, and they'll never look at your third choice unless there's leftover permits, which we all know for sheep that's never going to happen. So now if you're a non-resident, or I'm sorry, a resident or, or non-resident that has max points, you have to make a decision on where you want to put in. Because if you put in for like the third hunt and they pull your name, there's a pretty good chance you're going to draw that, draw that tag because there's probably not going to be a lot of people putting in for it. But on the flip side of that, for the guys who don't have max, that third hunt's going to give them probably a chance to hunt 37A on either that second or third hunt. And it's a good quality hunt with good sheep just outside of Tucson. Um, access is pretty darn good. I mean, it's going to be a highly sought-after permit. And it'll be interesting to see what kind of sheep continue to come out of the unit. I mean, I think it's proven that I it can handle gonna, what... Go ahead. I think they're going to pound it. I mean, I yeah. think it'll produce for a year maybe two but i mean they're gonna have to really watch it i think it you know it wasn't too long ago that it was a single season not split season i know they're trying to, to you know they want to harvest the older age class rams while they can but i think it's one of those that could you know if they if they you know there's six tags in there if they it could it could really start slipping if they don't really really watch it i know they are and they do a good job um but I, I think we're going to see the quality slip there after this year. Uh, yeah, and if, if I was someone who didn't have max points and was looking for a good hunt with a good chance to kill a Boonacock or Ram, man, I'd be looking hard at that second or third hunt at 37A because I think it's going to give you a chance to play in there. But it's, it's still going to be Steve Drawd for sure. Yeah. Uh, 37B, uh, biggest biggest desert sheep of the year last year came out of 37B. Um, you've got Picket Post uh, right up there out of Superior. Uh, looks like two tags, 591 applicants, first choice applicants, 491 second, 444 non-residents, uh, 1,082 total applicants with our simplified odds of 1 in 541. That's actually a decrease of 254 tags. It looks like one tag went to max point holders and like i said the quality uh was phenomenal last year biggest ram shot it was 189 and six uh i didn't hear what it ended up, officially ended up at i heard that originally it was 190 so uh, maybe it officialed at 190 i'm not sure but a, and then a 161 the year before that in 18 it was a 173 and a 170 before that a 174 uh, and then, you know, a smattering of 170, 172, 163s, um, you know, that unit is, an, is I think, going to continue to produce some pretty good sheep. And obviously, the interesting thing about that, that when we're over there in 24B South, Brian, I mean, you literally can just look across the landscape there and, and see that mountain. To me, it's just a magnet for a ram to just, say, yeah, I'm just going to take off and walk over there and see what's going on. So, you know, 37B is, is no longer a sleeper. I think it's been a little bit of a sleeper for a handful of years. And um, Mike Cantera, uh, uh, I've met his wife before, phenomenal guy, talked to him uh, through email and stuff, and so pumped that he was able to get that. Randy Phillips uh, was there. Uh, helping them with that ram and just a just a bomber bomber of a sheep, big old bruiser. 
uh, Ram, congratulations to the best uh, bighorn, best desert bighorn in the state of Arizona last year. Yeah, it was a pretty impressive Ram, to say the least. And, I mean, it's always cool to see the guys kill the sleepers that most people don't know about because we all know if the auction hunter or something like that knew about the Ram, they'd have been all, all over it. But, uh, you know, that's the cool thing about sheep is that sometimes you can drum them up in places where people don't always expect it. And, you know, everybody gets stuck looking in the same places for the big ones, and they're not always there. There's, you know, we always find big ones in other places sometimes. Yep. 39 East, uh, two tags, 171 first-choice applicants, 357 second-choice, 337 non-resident apps, 528 total for an increase of 333 with our simplified odds of 1 in 264. Uh, 39 East, Brian, the quality uh, there is... They did good last year. I mean, they killed a, a 171 and yeah, 163, which are great, you know, great rams. I've heard. Um, I know someone who was in there last year, you know, and I've heard that there's some decent rams that can be found, but you really got to search them out. Uh, 148 and 18, you know, 163 and 17. Remember, this is a unit that we saw a tag increase in last year, so that's you know obviously why we saw an increase in in uh, the number of applicants by 333 people because you had a huge increase in non-residents that applied because it went from a one-tag to a two-tag unit. So obviously that gave them, you know, an opportunity at a tag. So anytime that happens, you're going to see, you know, more it's people amazing. apply. And yeah, I mean, they just blast in there. As soon as they add a tag, it's like it puts it on the radar of everyone, don't you think? Well, just to put it in perspective, last in 18, there were 16 non-residents that applied for 39 East. This year there were 300, uh, 500 and um, hold on, 337 non-residents that applied. Yeah. So huge increase. They they pay attention to that and they definitely uh, are trying to take a chance to draw on that you know draw on a tag. There was not a non-resident that drew a 39 East tag last year, but uh, a bunch of them sure piled in there to see if they could. 39 West two tags, 188 first choice applicants, 205 second choice, uh, 90. Uh, non-resident applicants there, uh, 393 total applicants. Uh, rough draws, one in 196. That's a decrease of 39. Interesting, one tag drawn out of there uh, was a max point holder. If you look at the quality, a non-resident, and you look at the quality in 39 uh, West, a 172 and a 167. Uh, before that, you know, you've got a kind of a smattering of mid-160s, uh, high 150s type rams. Uh, and it's always known as, as a unit that could have a good ram uh, that could come out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, I think Matt, Matt was, I think both of those guys were guided. I think Similaro guided the 172 and Matt guided the 167, but I'm not sure. I'm, all, I'm pretty sure they did, but... Uh, 48. 48. Go ahead, Brian. Um, two permits, 301 first choice applicants, 136 second choice applicants. You had 219 total non-resident applicants with 437 total applicants. Draws were 1 and 218. We saw a decrease of 52 overall applicants from 2018. Um, you know, I'm not sure why we saw such a such a decrease uh, in the overall applicants, but uh, 
a little bit of an increase in uptake in there from the non-residents showing some uh, interest in that tag. You had one, I think there was one non, no, I don't think we had anybody that applied for that with max points. So, I mean, just a, a good unit, has good sheep in it. Last year, I believe both rams were right, right at 160. Um, yeah, they're 160.4, 160.1. You had a 173 and 18 and a 149. And then a 159 and a 161, and then a 160 and a 143. So I mean, there's still a good unit. Um, has has some. It's kind of in the southwestern corner, not really the corner, but south central part of the state. Has some, you know, traffic coming from across the border there and stuff. But uh, has the potential to produce some good rams. Kind of lower rolling type stuff there that can be hard to kind of get a look at all the sheep that are there. So you really got to spend some time and start digging sheep out of places. Um, it's not always the easiest to just find the sheep. Kind of roly-poly and definitely have some illegal traffic there for sure. Uh, yeah. 40B, uh, let's see, Gila's four tags, 472 first choice applicants, 725 seconds. 692 non-residents, 1,197 total applications, rough draws of 1 and 299. That's an increase of 244. Uh, if you look at the quality in the Gila's, uh, 171 last year, 164, 157, 160, and pretty similar to the last, you know, couple of years where they. You know, it looks like in uh, 2017 they, or 16 they bumped it up to four tags, and it's kind of that mid mid 160s. Uh, looks like a 173 and 17 was shot. Uh, it's a it's definitely a good unit. Uh, four tags is quite a bit of people in there for that uh, unit. Um, if you look at the 40B Mohawk coppers, while well, I'm talking about the quality. Uh, 166 and 167 last year, and if you go back, um, that's actually doing pretty good. If you go all the way back to 2014, they did kill a 172. Uh, I think that, yeah, 172 is that's one of the better Rams that have come out of there in a while. Um, 40B Tanahas, go ahead. You had one non-resident draw on the random in the 40B Gila tag, and then that Copper Mohawk tag is a pretty. I mean, pretty consistent 165, you know, 160, 165 type RAM producer. So, I mean, it has potential. But, I mean, that's pretty standard for, for the unit. Yeah, and it looks like it was a decrease in, in, in the co um, Mohawk Copper, a decrease in seven applications, whereas in the Gila's it was an increase of 244. Uh, let's go down here to the... Tanahas, 40B Tanahas, two tags, 188 first choice applicants, 161 second choice, uh, 120 non-residents, um, 349 total applicants, uh, 101 and 174 on simplified draws. That is a decrease of 242 total applications. Quality there in the Tanahas, Brian? Uh, last year they did good, 170, 168. Um, we've seen... I believe 18, there was one, 164, 163, and then a 173, 177, and 17, 176, 155. So, I mean, it's got potential um, for sure to produce a 170 RAM. It has produced a 170 RAM 
it looks like three of four of the last five years it's produced a 170 ram so i mean it's definitely something that should be on your radar um as far as it's a tough hunt it's not easy by any means uh it's it's definitely some desolate country with some but it's got some big sheep in it Next unit is 41 East, the Eagle Tails, uh, two tags, 168 first-choice applicants, 175 second-choice applicants, 90 non-resident applicants, uh, 343 total applicants for a simplified draws of 171. That's a decrease of 35 permits uh, with the, with the uh, quality there in 41 East. Last year, a 160 and a 143. The year before that, a 158, a 158. The year before that, a 160 and a no harvest. The year before that, a 164 and a no harvest. A 148, a 156. And going all the way back to 2013, it looks like a 172. Um, see, 40, uh, 41 West, uh, two, two tags, 306 first choice applicants, 230 second choice applicants. 319 non-residents, 536 total applicants for a simplified draws of 1 and 268. That's an increase in 52 tags, or 52 applicants, excuse me. And 41 West last year, two really good rams, a 170 and a 179. Now keep in mind, uh, uh, Brian um, Cochran shot a... Cochran shot a 184 in 2018, and just a giant. And then if you go back to 2016, a 178 was killed. Um, so, you know, definitely, and Clay killed a, that's when Clay killed that big ram, I believe, in, in 2016. It definitely has quality. Um, it's not a super easy unit to hunt. There's several different mountain ranges there. Um, but definitely, you know, if you really muck it out, there's a good chance to shoot a shoot a good ram. I mean, in the last, uh, well, since 2016, there's been several high 170s, even a 184 ram shot in there. Yeah, and the big ram killed last year was by a guided a guided hunter. It was a non-resident who had gotten drawn. So I mean, you know, he had some homegrown help to help him out. It's not an easy unit to do on your own, that's for sure. Next unit is uh, 42, 44A South. Uh, this is one tag, 155 first choice applicants, 102 uh, second choice applicants, 13 non-residents uh, applied, so 13 people threw their uh, choice away. 257 total applicants for a simple draws of 1 and 246. That's an increase in applications of uh, 33. Uh, quality there in 42, Brian? It's hovering around mid-60s. Mid um, you know, they killed a big ram, 175 and 18 in there. But it was a two-tag unit um, back in 14 and 15. And so that, you know, that made things more difficult because I know they had killed some good rams in there uh, in the early years. And so two tags is just a little bit much in there. And so that was a struggle. And so now they're back down to one tag trying to work things out. And hopefully it'll come back. But it's, it's one of those ones where I think they got a little overzealous with. And, you know, the, the quality is hovering. But, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll start to come back. 168 is a great ram. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, it's just not 
Uh, it could produce better Rams, but we could, they kind of hurt it when they started shooting two Rams out of there. 43A, I'll let you cover it. Uh, one tag unit, 104 first choice, 89 second choice. You had 50 non-resident supply who don't have a chance. So total applicants was 193. Your overall odds are 1 and 143. Uh, that's an increase of 23 applicants from 2018. You had uh, a nice ram killed by a young lady last year, 172 and a half. It was a great ram. Uh, 158 and 18, 149 and 17, 164 and 16. Uh, you did have a 172 back in uh, 15, I believe it was. So, you know, it's not the ram they killed last year was a great ram for the unit. It's not indicative of what's there. Um, you know, it's a tough hunt right on the western edge of Arizona along California. Definitely has potential to have a good ram in it, but it is not an easy hunt by no means. 43B, I believe we've got a stratified hunt here. I'll let you talk about that. Uh, last year there was five. Uh, tags, 1,196 first-choice applicants, 731 second, 1,203 uh, non-resident, 1,927 total applicants uh, for a simplified odds of 1 in 385. That's an increase, Brian, of 812 applicants there on 43B. Uh, and the quality there on 43B, uh, you've got... Uh, 159, 157, 126, a 165, and a 158. The year before, they did a lot better. 176, 157, 159, 170, 168. Um, it's a big unit. It's got a lot of sheep. Um, there had, back in uh, 2015, there was a 179 killed. Uh, tell us about the stratified hunt they have in there now. Uh, well, so they've increased tags in this unit. To eight overall permits, which is an increase of three tags. So it's two two hunts of four permits each. Obviously, a first and a second hunt. The first hunt's November 20th through December 10th, and then the second hunt is December 11th through the 31st. You know, this unit is huge. It encompasses some of some military ground. You can hunt it. You just have to get special access. It has sheep throughout the entire unit. Um, if there's one of the changes that was a little concerning to me was the fact that they put eight permits in here because it's a unit that has sheep throughout, but there are places that have more concentrated sheep within the unit. And, you and know, it just pounds the good areas, I think. Yeah, everybody gets drawn to the good areas. And so that's kind of a, a, a tough deal uh, when, that's con when you consider that. There were 1,203 non-residents that applied for this hunt last year, but nobody did draw the tag. Um, I definitely, you know, if you're looking for an opportunity to draw some permits, I mean, obviously, you're, if you're a non-resident, you got opportunity to draw two tags on the first hunt, two tags on the second hunt. And, I mean, it does have potential to produce a 170 ram. It typically produces one almost every year. Obviously, last year, it, uh, it did not produce a 170 RAM, but you had a mid-60s RAM in there. And, I mean, it's one of those units where you really got to know what you're looking at because you're going to see a lot, quite a few sheep, and you kind of kind of work through them. Um, this was a unit last year that was one of the craziest stories I'd ever heard. Uh, you know, the Parrish family drew three tags in this unit all on one application, which doesn't happen very often, but uh, it happened for them. So congrats to them. I mean, it's freaking crazy, but... They had a great family experience, you know, I mean, something that I'm sure they will never forget, and they killed three very nice rams, but what a cool family affair to be able to experience something like that. For sure. 
the next unit is 44A East, uh, two uh, CAGs, 173 first choice applicants, 265 second choice, uh, 235 uh, non-residents, 438 total applications. Uh, let's see, with a 201 and 219 on the simplified, let's see, screw that up. Yeah, one and two nineteen, um, and it's an increase of one hundred and eighty-eight applicants. Uh, I believe this is the unit there where Dar's son uh, Parker shot his ram with a bow. Uh, looks like the quality there in forty-four A East. You still there, Brian? Yeah, I had a problem with my system, but I think I got it going. We're good. A one sixty, a one sixty-three. Uh, the year before that, there was a 179 and a 143, a 166 and a 172, 161, 149. Um, Dar said it was a pretty tough hunt, kind of hard to find sheep. I think he went four or five times without finding any sheep. Um, so it's, it's one of those units that, yeah, there can be a big one. A big one can slip through the cracks because it's tough to find. There's not tons of sheep, and there's, it's big, big country. Um, but, you know, if, if Dar struggles finding sheep, it's definitely uh, not going to be easy uh, for, for anyone out there. Brian, I'll let you tackle the next unit. The next unit is 44A West. That's a one-tag unit. Had 72 first choice, 96 second choice. You had 32 non-residents apply for a tag they couldn't draw. A total applicants, 168. Uh, rough draws are 1 in 136. Saw an increase in, in 34, per, or 34 applicants from last year. The hunter last year killed a 159.6 ram, so I mean solid sheep, you know, for the unit. It's a tough hunt. It's not easy. They have killed, I believe they've killed some good ones in there in the past. Um, last year, or 18, the 2018 hunter killed a 173. There was no tag in 17, and they killed a 161 in 16, 151 in 15, and a 173 in 14. So it has potential uh, for a one-tag unit to produce a good ram. I think it's pretty desolate country, and you've got to really work at it and work hard. So it's not always the easiest thing in the world to do, but uh, you definitely, uh, definitely can find a good ram in there, but you're going you're gonna to have to put some time in there. Next unit, 44B North, uh, looks like all three tags went to max point holders, 730 first choice applicants, 364 second choice applicants, uh, 449 non-residents, a total of 1,094 applicants. That's a 1 in 364. That's a decrease of 273, which was kind of surprising to me, uh, although we kind of talked about before the cream that's kind of slipping off the top there. I think there's still a chance for a good ram uh, there. It's kind of the country club of desert sheep hunting in western Arizona. It's a real easy unit to get around in. I've uh, been fortunate to guide a handful of rams in there. Um, really like it. There's there's a lot of sheep, um, so it's, it's a real good experience for sure um, with a chance to shoot a good one. I think... Um, you know, overall quality might be slipping a little bit, but I still think there's a chance for a good one in 44B North. Um, let's just jump down to, unless you have anything to add there, Brian? No, I mean, I still think it's a unit that has potential. It's an easy hunt for, 
you know, a mid six, mid to upper 60s type RAM with occasional 70 RAM in it, so it gets a lot of attention from the older guys with max points. You did see a decrease by, or an increase in non-residents that applied by about 200 from, or a decrease of about 200 from 2018 to 2019, so maybe people are starting to realize you can't draw the tag unless you got max. 44B South um, is, an, is another unit that I've hunted quite a bit, really like, like the unit. Two tags, 274 first choice applicants, 349 second, 338 non-residents, uh, 623 total applicants for a 1 in 311. That's an increase in 151 in applications. Uh, really good RAM uh, shot in there last year. Um, a 181, a 176, so two really good rams. The year before that is I helped Logan Hall, 173 and 169. Um, you know, over the history, there have been some really good high 170s rams come out of 44B South. I don't think that's going to change. I think, you know, a, a great ram last year, 181, came out of there. Um, it's a it's it's a pretty good size unit. There's quite a bit of uh, country in there that you you know, kind of got to work at it and kind of got to walk and kind of get away from the roads. And so there's a place, places for sheep to hide. Um, also a, a unit that, you know, sheep can easily move in and out, come from the south there on the, on the COFAS and uh, move around a little bit. Uh, Brian, I'll let you tackle the next unit. Uh, 45A is the next unit. You've had uh, four tags in there last year with, Let's see. With four tags in 45A, 526 first choice applicants, 545 second choice applicants, 328 non-residents. Total applicant pool is 1,071 with rough draw odds of 1 and 267. Um, that's an increase in 41 applicants. Uh, this hunt will only have three permits for 2019, or I'm sorry, for 2020, so you will lose a tag. So still gives the non-residents, non-residents still have an opportunity for uh, one permit, but uh, it decreases. And, you know, last year I had some people that were in there in 2018. Last year they managed to kill a 174 and a half, 168, 164, 166. The COFAs are definitely coming back, um, but the concern is, you know, that they're starting, that we're going to put too many tags in there too fast. You're going to see over the next, two units we talked about, which are also considered the COFAs, there's going to be an increase in permits in those units too. And so it's just something to keep an eye on. They had a serious predator control problem, and um, they have a guy in the game of fish who's exceptional, was able to help alleviate some of the lion issues in there, and they've got that under control now. And so the sheep are starting to thrive. And so as long as they are able to continue to manage the predators, hopefully these sheep will start coming back. You know, back in the early 90s, the COFAs, 45A, B, and C, were tremendous units, and, you know, they really took a beating, and now they're, they're kind of back on the upswing. But it'll be interesting to watch to see if we start shooting too many sheep out of there and how it, how it continues. But it's a tough hunt, but it has great sheep in it, and they did pretty good last year, I would say. Let's just bump down to 46A East. What do you say? Uh, that's fine. Let me just touch on 45B real quick. 45B... Yeah. Uh, had an increase in two tags, so it went from two, it went from two to four permits. So I'm sure you're going to see a spike in people apply there. And then 45C went from three to four permits. So you're going to see an increase in spike there. Uh, last year, 45B, you had two tags 
in there, and they killed a 171 and 166. 45C, it's a, uh, kind of more remote, kind of the most difficult of the Kofi units. Uh, Mid-50s to low-60s is what's been coming out of there. They did kill a 173 out of there a couple years ago. So, I mean, it can happen, uh, Just, but they're tough hunts. So, 46A East, you said, is that right? Yeah, 46A right. East, two permits, 214 first-choice applicants, 249 second, 289 non-residents, 463 total applicants. Uh, two, that's a 1 in 231. That's an increase of 194. Uh, the quality there in 46A East, uh, let's see, 46A East, a 175 and a 157 in 18, a 169 and 160, 17, a 168, 158, uh, 16, a 173, 171. Uh, so, you know, across the board, if you go back to 2013, 14, 12, uh, 170 uh, across the board. So definitely there is some quality. Uh, and with the 175 shot last year, um, definitely something to be looking at with your uh, pretty decent, pretty pretty decent draw odds for, for the quality that it produces. 46A West. Uh, one tag, 51st choice applicants, 68 second choice applicants, 26 non-residents that threw away their, their hunt choice, total of 118 applications. That's a 1 in 92 um, on simplified odds, and that's an increase in applications of 30. Uh, that's the second best draw odds in the state, um, with and then, one out of 92. Yeah, and the quality there, uh, 46A West, last year 166, the year before a mill harvest. The year before that, two tags, uh, a 170 and a 164, a 176 and a 167. Um, so, you know, there there is some quality around. Those are tough punts. Those are right down on the border. Uh, and, you know, access is, is a little a little touchy and a little iffy. There's some illegal uh, alien traffic and such. Um, so keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, 46B East. Uh, pretty difficult hunt. I've been in the unit. I've hunted it. Uh, one tag unit. There's 58 first choice applicants. And you had 125 second choice. 70. 70 non-residents that applied for a one-tag unit you don't have a chance. Just it all away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 183 total applicants. Your odds, rough odds are 1 and 113. That's uh, an increase of 104 applicants um, from 2018. I would venture to say that for some reason that's an increase on the non-resident side of things. Um, and non-residents only increased it a little bit. Hunter last year did a real good job. Uh, he hunted hard. He grinded it out. I know our friend Matt, Matt Cutliff went down there and helped him for a little bit. But the guy was ultimately on his own when he managed to kill a 164-inch uh, ram, which he was super stoked about. That's a great ram for the unit. And uh, he worked hard, and uh, it came together for him. It can be a very rewarding unit, but access is very limited. If you see in the regs, it's in a kind of a limited opportunity section telling you how limited the access is and how you need to be in physically good shape. So if you're not in good shape, don't put in for this unit. The Cabeza Prieta will bring you to your knees. Yeah. 46B West is the west side of the Cabezas. It's uh, five tags, 
421 first choice applicants, 436 second choice applicants, 549 residents applying. Um, two non-residents did draw in the random draw in 46B West. Um, there's 857 total applicants with the overall draws of 1 in 171, increase in 34 applicants from 2018. Uh, they did you know, pretty good in there last year. I had a couple different people that were down there that I knew. Uh, 169, 170.5, a 130 RAM, which was a non-resident that went down there just to mess around and ended up shooting a RAM. And he was going to be guided in a couple of days and just jumped the gun. A 167.3 and a 161.2. Um, so there are, you know, good RAMs in the unit. In 2018, we had, let's see... They had a 168, 167, 164, 161, 140. In 17, it was 170, 155, 136, 165. So, I mean, it's a solid mid-60s contender. It's, you're going to work. You're going to need to plan to get some, you know, supplies down there because it's all foot access. You're not hiking big mountains. You're just hiking across flats to get to mountains. But the Great Hunt always produces a pretty, at least one or two Boone and Crockett sheep. Uh, almost every year. One I remember distinctly that I said, keep hunting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Glad you guys didn't listen to me. Funny guy you are. Funny guy you are. <laughs> um, all right, that concludes the desert. Uh, like you said, there's an increase in desert tags this year. Let's dive into the Rockies. I'll let you lead it off. Uh, Rocky stayed at 16 uh, tags, but they're kind of jostled around a little bit. They moved tags around from one place to another. Um, and the first hunt is Unit 127. There were two tags last year. There will be one tag this year. So, again, non-residents don't apply for it. It's one tag. There's 491 first-choice applicants, 337 second-choice, 148 non-residents. With an overall total applicants of 821, so your draws were 1 in 414. Um, there's an increase in 122 applicants from 2018. You had one of the two tags drawn in the max. Um, in this particular hunt, there were eight applicants with max points that applied for this hunt. One of them got drawn. So the, uh, the quality is decent. We had a good friend that had the tag. Greg uh, Coons had the tag. There's a they killed a 178 and a 177, so both were good rams. They're young rams, seven and six. I know for a fact Greg spent weeks up there looking at different sheep, and I think he, you know, looked at both rams that were killed and was just doing everything he could to try and dig out an old blob of a ram, and just never quite worked out. I know they got some snow. That big snowstorm hit up there, so that kind of played into played into it. So, but it's a good unit. Tra traditionally produces, you know upper 70s type rams, occasionally uh, low 80 rams. Yeah, Brian. Um, and then just go ahead and go into 6A, and we'll just keep plugging along here. Okay. Uh, 6A and 22, uh, two hunts. The first hunt has three permits, and there were 1,132 first-choice applicants, 615 second-choice applicants, 317 non-residents for total applicant pool of 1747. Draws are 1 in 582. Um, that's an increase in 458 applicants. There was one tag drawn by a max 
applicant on that hunt, and there were three that applied. They did really good, uh, 182, 169, 184, so great rams. They were 11 years old, 6 years old, and 10 years old, so that's pretty impressive. The second hunt is the last three weeks of December, and it was two permits. They killed a giant 195, biggest, uh, biggest ram to come out of the state in a long time, biggest ram to ever come out of the state with a bow. Uh, Randy Weems killed that ram, and they killed a 173.6. Those rams were 9 and 8 years old. Second hunt odds. 642 first choice, 1,029 second choice, 293 non-residents for 1,671 total applicants. Draws were terrible, 1 and 835. It's the worst draws <laughs> for any of the Rocky hunts. You had a total number of increase in applicants of 202. Uh, next hunt, 23 and 24A, one tag. 225 first choice, 125 second choice, 16 non-residents that couldn't draw. Total applicants were 350, uh, 1 and 334 your draws. There was an increase of 15 applicants on this hunt. They did good. Um, guy killed 173, yeah. 166, 181, and, uh, um, in 16, a 138, and then in 15, a 170. Yeah, I did real good. So, um, 27 upper blue, three permits on this hunt, and it's 549 first choice applicants, 437 second choice applicants, 225 non-residents, 986 total apps with 1 and 328 as your rough draws. Overall, 358, uh, increase in 358 applicants. You want to go with the harvest? Yeah. What's the so, with the wheel? Hang on. Up the blue, uh, last year there was a 161, a 165, and a 168. The year before that, it was a 172, in 17, 174, 179. Then there was a giant 187, 164, 174 in 2016. Uh, and a smattering of, well, there was a 179 in 15, a 168, a 155, a 153. And then in 14, it looks like it was all of 27 or 27 yeah. North was added to it. 28 North? Yeah, 20, it was all of 27 yeah. North, I think is what it was, before they okay. split it into a upper blue. Yep. And then we're at uh, the 27 South, 28 North, the first hunt. Three permits on this one, 811 applicants, first choice, 704 second choice. 542 non-residents. Total applicants is 1,515. So your draws are 1 and 505. The increase of 122 total applicants. Last year they killed a 175.4, a 163.1, and a 174.7. So good rams. Uh, traditionally produces good rams. The year before that was a 184, a 174, 168. In 17 it was a 170, 160, 186. In 16 was 162, 175, 171. So pretty common to produce mid-70s rams in the unit with occasional bomber coming out of them. Um, just a good, a good overall hunt. 
The next and last sheep hunt that we're going to talk about is the second hunt on 27 South, 28 North. This hunt has an increase uh, from two to three permits for this year, so you'll, you're going to see an increase in the number of to overall total applicants that apply for it. First choice for this one was 374. Second choice was 938. 452 non-residents. Total apps was 1,312. Rough draws are 1 in 656, and you saw an increase in total applicants of 56. They killed a 176 and a 177 and a half on this hunt. Uh, in 18, it was 177 and 170. In 17, it was 164 and 174. In 16, 168, 162. Um, that wraps up these. I think the one thing that caught me off guard that I thought was interesting is there was only um, two permits that were drawn in the max for Rockies in Arizona this last year, and there was not a single non-resident who drew a Rocky tag. So that was, I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, we only had a total of seven people that actually applied with max points right. for Rockies in Arizona this year. That's always a question people ask is how many in the max pool are applying, uh, you know, how many max point holders are applying for deserts and how many max point holders are applying for Rockies. Um, and then to, you know, to see that only two max point holders drew Rocky tag out of, what did you say, 16 total permits? Yeah, yeah, only two out of 16 drew. I mean, because obviously yeah. Rockies and Deserts are all combined. But it right. was just, that was one of the lower numbers that I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, think the one reality, of the things... Go ahead. I was just going to say the reality of it is, is that the hardest sheep in the world to get a tag for to kill is the Rocky right now. Um, so, I mean, some guys are just kind of diverting to putting in for that because there are a lot more Desert tags throughout. That, are, that you have access to than there are Rocky tags. Sure. Yeah, you can go to Mexico and buy a, a desert tag cheaper than you can go buy a Rocky tag places for sure. Um, Brian, it's always great having you on. I think one of the things that we need to reiterate so we don't have 823 mistakes, maybe there will only be 400, is if you're a non-resident, do not apply for one tag units. They have to be at least two tags or more or else you're throwing your... your your chance away. Maybe we can whittle that number down. Maybe next year it'll only be 600 or maybe it'll only be 500. But if you're a non-resident, two tags or more, just remember that. And then also, you've got to be applying if you don't have max points. You have to be applying for some of these what I would call mid-tier units to have a chance because you only have so many application years. And it's not one of these things where people say, well, I'll draw in 20 or 25 years. No. If you don't play the odds, if you don't stack them in your favor, you could go your whole life and never draw a sheep tag, and that's a reality. This is true. I mean, we try to give everyone the, all the information that we can um, without, you know, presenting any bias. I mean, you can look at the data, and you can see what it says, and, I mean, where you want to to apply, you just got to be smart with your choices because every choice matters, even though the draw seems so dismal. Yeah. Brian, how can people reach out and contact you? I'll also link it up in the show notes. Uh, you can email me, Brian, with an I, dot Rimza, R-I-M-S-Z-A, at hotmail.com, or you can get me on Instagram, 
um, at BRimza or on uh, Facebook. It's just Brian Rimza on Facebook. So if you want to reach out to me, send me a message. By all means, go ahead and do so. I'll answer any question I can. I'll give you any help I can. You know, like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight. I was fortunate enough to draw both of my sheep tags. Right on, buddy. Well, thanks so much for your time that you devote to this every year. I know a lot of people get a lot of value out of it, and I always look forward to looking at sheep with you every year, and, and I look forward to it. Hopefully, hopefully this next year, uh, someone we know or somebody will draw a tag and we can go look at some sheep. So it's always great having you on the podcast. I wish you the best of success, and um, thanks for thanks for all of your uh, valued input. All right, sounds good, Jay. I appreciate it. It's always fun to talk sheep. Hopefully somebody, I'm sure, well, I'm sure we'll be sheep hunting somewhere. Maybe it'll be your <laughs> turn to have a tag in your pocket. Let's hope so. And someone I know has got a deposit down on a stone sheep hunt coming up in, here in a year or two. Yep. So if you if you need your car washed or anything like that, <laughs> or you need me to take Fluffy for a walk or dog sit Fluffy, you know, let me know. I need to scratch and scrounge every penny I can. To some scrounge point, get out pennies there for that grand slam, baby. Yeah, buddy. So, Awesome. All right, buddy. Thanks. God bless. Thanks, Jay. Have a good one. All right, bye. Bye.